Hey y'all, welcome back to Wine Down Wednesday, the podcast. My name is Morris and I'll be your host on this journey. Our mission is to make sure you have the most fabulous wine and a little topic on the side. And my co-host is Jeremy Teal. Welcome to another episode of Wine Down Wednesday. That podcast. Wednesday. <laughs> We're, we are doing this episode with great people and a phenomenal glass of wine and a topic. We have a very special guest. Our special guest is one out of Georgia. He is a dancer. He is in social work. He is a graduate of the, the, the University of Memphis. He is the one and only Saturn. What's going on? Look at you, baby. You was like digging. I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting the Memphis intro and all that jazz. What's happening? Not that much. We are we're having a great wind down Wednesday. I mean, Jeremy's in the house. Jeremy Jeremy is doing his thing. Hi, everybody. So, uh, first of all, how are you doing? Tell us, you know, are you have you had a good week or stuff worth like that? What's going on? Oh man, I am. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm just chilling. Uh, the week has been kind of hectic. That's a lot happening this week, and it's just. Uh, I think I've been preparing my mind for everything else that's happening this week because it's busy and I'm working. That's it. But other than that, it's chill because we alive and it's Black History Month. Well, th- this is actually going to be a, a, in March, but it was oh, Black I- History Month in February. <laughs> and it's St. Patrick's Month. We got our wine here today. It's called Yellowtail Riesling. Oh, it's Yellowtail, and it's a Riesling. You know a lot about wines, Saturn? Saturn. Uh, no, actually, I don't. I just know that there's like a white wine and a red wine, and I know I prefer white wine over red wine, except for sweet red. I love a sweet red. And I ain't talking about the booty hole. Well, we'll get into that later on. <laughs> but <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think about? Uh, do you like Riesling? Do you like this? Do you All like I any thought of this? the question is, do you know anything about wine? And the answer is yes. Uh, yeah, of course you do. But uh, uh, child, I, if it's if it's free, it's me. Okay, that's that's the first rule. <laughs> that's first rule. Second rule, uh, I, I I stay away from sweet wines generally. They make my head hurt. Uh, but I think it could also just be me. I, I could just think they make my head hurt, and I, I feel the same way after every alcoholic beverage, and I just don't pay attention. <laughs> well, okay, this is definitely a, a sweet white. It is a um, sweet white. It's, and it's from your favorite vintage, Jeremy. Oh, what is <laughs> girls and saying things are vintage before? If I, it can't be vintage if it's in twenty, but after twenty seventeen, actually, it can't be vintage. For a while whatever oh they kill me with this keep going <laughs> saturn what what we always say is the vintage and this vintage is vintage 2020 so uh and jeremy has this thing about nothing can be vintage if it's 2020 that's that was like in 2020 <laughs> so yes so but the good thing is that this uh this one is a white riesling recently are sweet you know, recent are nice and sweet. Um, this was crafted by the Cas- the Casella family in Australia, not Texas. And so on the back, it says fresh and vibrant, bursting with juicy green apple, citrus and floral notes. 
Um, the Casella family has been crafting wines for generations in the same family traditions and passions and, and passion carry on today through Yellow Tail, which is the name of the wine. Great tasting Australian wine that brings a smile to everyone's lips. Let's see if it does that. Okay. I've never really read the back of the labels of wine. So you did that very well to where now I think I will read the back of the family's history of whatever wine. Bye. Well, you by all means do it. Do it. Jeremy, do you read the back of wines too? Sometimes. Depends on how pretty the bottle is. Well, you want you want to open? Uh there you go. You did it. Okay. I figured you were trying to get the sound bite. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now this has a twist off cap. Do you know what that means? Uh, uh, you know what that means, Saturn? No, I'm ready to learn about the wine part of this. No, what does it twist well, off mean? I just thought it was it's easy access to open and close, and it's cheap. Okay, <laughs> like cheap for production, cheap for production. Okay, I did. Okay, I was like, great. I didn't. Thank you. I learned yeah. something. Are we tasting at the same well, time? They of course do have wine corks that are styrofoam wood uh but this is cheaper, <laughs> cheaper. <laughs> have you bought this wine before jeremy chow i was in my 20s in america of course i bought this one before <laughs> <laughs> well uh, yes well, well, i was say cheers kids to the cheers let's let's taste up yo how y'all did the sound like that was that that was a cling I know the bottle. So, what did y'all think about this wine? Uh, guest first, and mm. also oh. rating. We rate. Should we just we do it? Wait, we did we explain the rules again? Let's explain the rules again. Let's do that. Let's do okay. that. How about that? So, so there are no rules. First of all, we are grown black people. We do what we want. First of all, uh, but generally, you drink the wine. You rated a number and you talk about why you rated it that number. This is why Jeremy's a great producer. One is bad or. Oh, uh, shit. Bad. Just shit. It's terrible. <laughs> and then is great or put it in my gullet. That's what you Put it in my say. gullet. That's what I normally say for 10. I forget number one. Okay. Uh, Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Yes. Go ahead. Well, I don't feel like this needs to be in the trash. I definitely give it a it's really it's a good six. I think it's a good six in my book. You know? Actually, no, it's boosted up. I've been tasting my tongue. It's making my tongue all prickly. Uh let's move it up to a seven. I give it a seven. This is this is nice. It's a nice seven. Uh, you know, it goes down kind of kind of rough. Does that make sense? Mm. Not really, but you know, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> Hold on, let me take another sip. I just, I might just be an alcoholic. So, yeah, well, man, while you go for your third rating, I'm gonna go, and oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving it a uh, um, I, I'm gonna give it a six as well. I, I think a six is good. It's cold, so it would have been a five if it were, if it weren't cold. And uh, um, I have to say, this kind of when I think of Rieslings or sweet wines, dessert course wines, I think of them being sweeter than this. This is a sweetness I can handle. Like it's not like, mm. I've tasted Rieslings that straight up taste like sugar. This at least, this tastes like a sweetened white wine. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. 
I, I, I definitely am not going to give it a six. I'm going to give it a three. Um, that's the lowest score I ever gave. That's the lowest score in on record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was expecting sweet. I was expecting like a um, Moscato, but I, I think Moscato sweet. Yeah, I think this is like the step up from like Moscato is like the sweetest, and so this is like a step up from from the Moscato. So then you'd have your more sours or your more I say bitters like uh, like above this one. So this is kind of like in the middle. Um, I don't taste the I taste the green apple. I can tell you that much, and I taste it's it is fresh. I didn't chill mine, so Jeremy, I didn't put any ice with mine, so maybe I should have did that. Um, but I, I do like I do, you know, it is I do see this as a wine that I would get, like that I would put together with um, an outside summery day. Okay, that was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, we'll have to hear it. So three, six, and five, six. No, six, seven. Okay, well, there you go. I don't know what that average number is. The math people who love us, <laughs> go make it work. We'll see you at the end of the episode. <laughs> yes, yes. So speaking of this part, this is the part where we transition into the wonderful world of a topic. And today's topic is, you know, first of all, before I dive into today's topic, I want to know what does it mean? What well, does you haven't said King... what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, you probably haven't said what it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> this wine is getting to me. Oh, um, yeah, I'm taking a, let me take a stab at it. Okay, give me okay, a Okay, you take a stab at it. Okay, you take a stab at it. So now we transition into our fantastic topic, which happens to be kink. And let's just say there were, there has been a whirlwind of excitement around kink and leather and BDSM and alternative lifestyles and all that great stuff in the past two or three years. So we have no idea why it blew up like this. There are reasons probably that we'll find out in 30 to 40 years, but while we're in the middle of the shit, um, we make podcasts about it. So right. we decided to bring in Saturn because, well, let's just say Saturn is one of the new kids on the block that's doing the things and he happens to be black and he happens to have dreads and he happens to be a puppy um right. not a puppy well a, a, a wolf puppy not a dog puppy there's a difference we'll get into that later uh but yeah we're gonna talk about kink y'all hey. hey thank you i'm so glad and blessed to be here with these amazing beautiful black men first of all having a fucking podcast doing a damn thing in austin texas first of all I'm not going to go on a rant because y'all know I feel, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I was so blessed to be called upon here to even be a guest. So thank you. Thank you so much. For someone who doesn't know anything about kink, like I have no idea. Like child, I don't want to say no idea, but I, go ahead. I was going to say, child, you have an idea. Right. You, you, I feel like you do have an idea, Morris. But go ahead and finish but, I mean, your thought. For the audience who doesn't have an idea, like right. what do you define kink as? Kink, I define kink as, which is really the main basic, like, definition, just anything that's, like, non-conventional, like, sexual thing, right? So I feel like that is very much kink. So um, anything, like, let's say people don't normally just take it, people don't normally tie each other up in the bedroom, like, but they normally might do. But, of course, regular just casual sex is just, let's fucking get it over with, you know, that, but... 
tie me up, put some candle on me, you know, throw some wax down my back. I don't know, spank me three times. You know, it's kind of non-conventional, kind of, right? So that's kind of like what kink is. But it feel like there's so many definitions and also so many people have jumped in during the pandemic that is kind of kind of scary at the same time, which I'm learning. Um, but anyways, that's that's my definition, as well as some of like the, I think, internet's definition, right? Well, yeah, because definitions can evolve over time and words right. are definitely evolutionary. That's why they have all those lovely, lovely little uh, extra definitions under words as the years go along. Because right. uh, now we were just talking about this, that queer is a good word that can describe something that's not peculiar. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's right. There's a second definition now for that word. So you're right. Kink right. absolutely has evolved a lot. Yeah. Uh, go you. Anyways, Jeremy, what's your definition of kink? I'm just that's would that oh, be the, would that match? It's what the saying? same. Yeah, I always think of kinks as the the thing that you don't have to do that arouses you. Um, that's outside of just your regular arousal. So, like, if you let's just say you get an erection when you see a naked person, cool. Well, if that naked person has on a pair of boots, uh, and every time a boot is involved, you're just extra horny about it. Now you know you have a boot kink. Um, and uh, the fetish part is when you start acting with the boots. That's when you start yeah. doing shit with the boots. That's where your fetishes come in. But a kink is definitely just the, you know, I think of it as a, a kink in your thought, like th like, a, like a kink in the system, oh. like when something's just happening and mm -hmm. you get like a skirt, mm -hmm. that's the kink. It happened. There you go. You're welcome. Interesting. I talk and about and so <laughs> you, you probably do. You have a lot of kink. Let me back up just one more thing. So I don't want to, is it inappropriate to laugh at this if no. I think it's funny? Because, okay, because, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be like, hey, offensive to people if they think, oh, you shouldn't be laughing at kink people because kinks are, that's, uh -huh. that's a thing. I think that's very sweet that you think that way. But also uh, when it comes to new things that people hear, whatever, whichever way you react to it, I think is just how you react to it where that makes you laugh or you say ill and then after that you will just get the knowledge of whatever happens after you're like okay i get it you know but please let your body be free don't think too much like i don't, I don't like all that okay okay that's good that's i mean i i what'd you say well, jeremy i was saying no it's really good because saturn laughs at everything like literally laughs at everything <laughs> Yeah, like Saturn literally, like, you'll tell Saturn, like, my bird died today. And he was like, you had a motherfucking bird, bitch. No. Like, <laughs> no. But it's okay, because people, some people giggle. It's like, I, I, that's just their immediate reaction to shit. So let, let's get back to the kink. Um, it can, and I'm, I think of kinky, like what you said, Jeremy. I think of kinky things that happen. What are some kinky things that that we can talk about that you did? Can we talk oh. about that? Is that is that open? Are we can we yeah, keep it open I mean, like that? Or we can talk about it, but I, I didn't know that we even hold on. Just hold on. Okay, I'll hold. I, yeah, I feel like there's a, a conversation that could be had around uh bodies in kink and uh why we think the BDSM community is so open and uh, accepting, at least on yeah. the from the outside. We're inside, so there's some there's some drama, but you know, on as a whole. It's a very accepting community, and I'm curious, uh, Saturn. How do you, how do you feel about that? Where does that come from, and does it resonate with you? Uh, that that the kink community is so open is what yeah. you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe where did it come from? Yeah. 
Well, first, I just feel like, uh, first of all, how we said earlier, unconventional. Uh, I just feel like it comes from it being, it's not marginalized, being that it's very much white culture, right? Like, it very much it can, it's, it's dominated by white people, right? But also, it still is, I think, marginalized in those, in the, if I can say the way of it being a whole nother like subsection of like sex stuff. So therefore it's like, this is the subsection and these are the people that are into the subsection. And then if they, if you find, they find out that you're like into this little subsection kink, and then it's like, okay, you're a part of our community, right? To an extent. And I want to get into that to an extent. And then it goes <laughs> into how your body look and then what are you actually into? And are you a real pup and blah, blah, blah. All these extra just layers of shit. But yes, I will say so. Uh, I feel like that's where it is. It's just a very much, oh, you're you're one of us kind of thing. So yes, please welcome. You can join us, but you can't join our clique. And how is that resonate? Like, how is you joining in uh resonated with you? Like I'm 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 not necessarily, you don't have to tell me why, but it, like is there a why? Like how for the why? Like how I started or how, yeah, did, how I did you get it? into it and is it going well? I guess oh. I <laughs> uh actually well see first of all it, it started with um and i'm gonna just talk yeah uh, it all started with a harness that's gonna be the name of my book one day um with me our harness i love harnesses i brought my bought my first harness from wish right and it was super cheap i wore it to a party and it just looked great with fishnet whatever um but i went to the club highland here right um and it was like i went to the basement and this is when i first moved here and i was like damn, like the black folks, like I don't see anybody. So then of course I made like the Instagram blog during the pandemic, blah, black men in gear, right? So then what I thought was just like this, uh, this thing of just like me just trying to find people that like to wear this thing. Uh, it turned out to be that it's just me meeting and learning about a whole lot of other shit, which eventually I was like, oh shit, I already been doing that because I've been tying bitches up the coffee table since I was 20, 20 years old with fucking neckties. So I was like, Oh shit. Wow. This is I'm not just playing. I'm like, there's something inside of me that's like, ah, you're like, you know, you're finding like some people. So uh that's kind of just how it resonates with me. And that's um, you know, that's kind of just how it kind of started. And now it's just I just be learning and looking and loving. And I try to do the same. And you tied somebody? Huh? You tied somebody up on a you tied somebody up on a in a on a chair? You you what to, a, you to, a, to their coffee table? Yeah, yeah. That was back when I was in Macon in Georgia. Uh yeah, this is pretty fun. And they uh I sent pictures to their best friend and everything. See, I was like, I was doing <laughs> Well, I, was, I now now I'm curious, Morris, what is your take? Not you know, what is your take on the kinky world? I mean, we are two people that you know, and we talk about our kinks and our practicing in our communities often and you're always a bunch of questions so podcast i, I am yeah. right yeah it's beautiful um yeah because i to be honest with you i'm very conservative so for me when i i don't think of I, when I, you mentioned uh, having sex in the bed like with lights off or you know whatever that's how i do you know you don't you don't hit me you know you know tie me up like that's something that i just don't get into but like when you talk about it it's kind of interesting that you would tie someone up and they would like it mm. or they would get off on it i i'm just conservative i guess i'm old-fashioned conservative you're not conservative. let me explain something to you so we tend to tend to put kinks and fetishes together because remember you can fetishize a black person you know you can fetishize like a type of person 
you have a fetish type of person. Ooh, I want to know what it is. Let's can't are you or you can we hear about it more? You can't. It's light skin people. You always <laughs> talk about how oh, you yeah. pref- you have this thing for light skin men. That's a fetish. You are fetishizing uh, light skinned people and it's okay it's okay because you're black and they black so we good like we we okay it sucks okay. because that just fuels the light versus not light colorism <laughs> yes <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know topic. like it counts kidding. as it counts as a fetish um yeah and there are other really? things yes that counts as a fetish there are you have more things in you that they oh they get pulled out when you start plucking at one so question now this is good because I, I want to make sure i'm on the same page what's the difference between a fetish and a type um i would say they are very close and it's a gray area there where if it's people then most of the time you're fetishizing the thing that stereotypically they're known for right you're not really fetishizing that particular person so you're fetishizing kind of a group of people and they happen to look like that group let's just keep using light-skinned men right light-skinned men in black culture tend to be seen as the most attractive they have the largest dicks they have the nicer bodies they dress the nicest like that is a stereotype it's not the truth but that's what you're fetishizing you're not actually fetishizing a person you're fetishizing kind of the idea of what we've made light-skinned men out to be. So that's what you're fetishizing. The preference is the person. The person that you're looking at, yes, they happen to be light-skinned, but you might actually like this person. You have a preference for, let's say, light-skinned men who make podcasts, right? (laughs) It's it's like the, the specific pieces that make the preferences. And they get very muddy because you're you're talking about humans and we're multifaceted individuals. So, but and it's again, it's not a it's not a bad thing, right? As long as you right. can recognize it and let people know uh, that mm. I'm I'm into light skin men, and we're gonna get another one. I'm gonna come. We'll come up with another one. So, I'm gonna I mean, tall men or fat men or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, there's chub chasers, like right. That's like a thing, right? Absolutely, absolutely. But kinks and stuff, I mean, kinky is, it, it is a little different than vanilla. And there are, I thought I was vanilla. And honestly, as a kinky person, I'm more vanilla based than anything. Like if I were a smoothie, I'd be mostly vanilla yogurt and some fruit. <laughs> <laughs> love I it. I love that. It. Yeah. Like, whereas like there are some kinky people out here who have no juice, fruit or water in sight. It's just all raw fruit because it's, it get nasty up in there, um, and go them. I love it. I love being on the same shelf as that smooth. Okay, that's hot. Sorry, Saturn. Do you have anything to say about that? I mean, I, I'm I'm curious about how. Do, well, first of all, can I? I'm gonna ask this question. Do people outside judge kinks a lot? I mean, do they really like give you a hard, hard, hard times? I feel like I feel like they would if they had the opportunity, but also I feel like that that Eric has kind of gone by, if that makes sense. I feel like they do, right? Everybody kind of judges something that somebody else kind of does that's not something that they do. So I feel like you always get some shit about something that's considered weird, whether it's pissing on somebody or something else, I don't know, being into scat, I don't know, blood play, needle play. You'll always get some kind of feedback from something, right? So 
it's not i hadn't really heard i don't i haven't really heard a lot because i think i made the community around the people that are okay with it so it's like once you find that community and people who's like go you and they don't really honestly they give two shits but they don't it's like oh good have fun it's like okay it they normalize stuff for you so that it's like you feel more empowered so then even if people are talking it's like okay well you know i know who you are you're like a vanilla regular vanilla person i get it you don't get what i do i get it so you know that's why it's always good to find your people i have one more question because you said a lot of terms like you said scat you said uh <laughs> uh, uh i think jeremy said bdsm yeah BDS well that's are, that could be in it right it's yeah. a, that's an overarching term kind of the same as kink and we also yeah. say leather and we <laughs> that's that kind of yeah. overarching yeah terms. gotcha what is you know what what is bdsm what is that is that, is that like what does that stand for bondage Dominance, uh -huh. sadism, uh -huh. masochism. Uh -huh. If I'm not mistaken, because no, that's right. And when I think of sadism, I think immediately devil for some reason. Well, you would. Sorry. Okay, so we're gonna have to. Well, dominance. So it's discipline or dominance. The full thing is bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission. Sadic sadism, masochism. Right. So okay. it's hard to say all those isms, uh, right. so we just say BDSM, mm -hmm. and it's an overarching term of types of sexual practices. Got you. Okay, which, that's good. Which it could be one of them is like the person that gets pleasure from inflicting pain on other people, uh, and I think the other is actually the one like receiving. Um, yeah, the maybe. person enjoys being received. Right. So pain. you get into the craziness of it. It's like don't for some reason people only think of hitting these people i don't understand why they don't remember you got pissed off at your boss yesterday because they didn't read your email that's them using their dominance to submit you right that that it's not a it's, sexual practice right but that hurt they enjoyed it you didn't <laughs> like so it can mm. mental mental play as well that's like when i learned about all that shit, it's just it's pretty beautiful the the different directions that BDSM can go. I mean, there's, there's people that like seeing their bank accounts deplete because uh, they like to see people spend their money and it turns them on. Uh, so you have like financial doms and financial subs. It's just pretty, it's pretty, there's a lot of shit out there, bro. Right? That's a, that's the one I know a lot of people be trying to get into. I'm like, yo, it's not that simple. So don't just be like, you can hit somebody up and be like, um, I want to be your financial dom. No, they usually can sniff you out if you just like, you know. Thank so. you. So that's interesting that you say that's a finance that's a financial dom. That's that's like crazy. I would I like I what what you said, Jeremy, was hitting. That's exactly what I thought. I thought someone's getting a whip, someone's whipping their back, or someone's like torturing their balls, or someone's like, you know, doing a lot of like things that hurt. But I never thought of the the not the behavioral, but the um the emotion. Not the emotion. Um well, yeah, I guess I never thought about other words or what other associations BDSM right. can can rely on. That's what kind of plays into people not really knowing about it. Like it's knowing like what what you've seen uh from like just TVs, Fifty Shades of Grey, whatever, like what they show is just like black black suit, uh whipping, tie up, put this ball gag in your mouth. I mean it's so much more when a lot of it is emotional how you said and also power, power dynamics and played all the time. Uh and that's and that's really, I think, where the turn on turn on comes at. Uh, so, 
Well, something. definitely. The, I mean, a lot of the dominance in the submission piece is kind of where people start and don't realize they're doing it. Like I know s- several female identified people who want a male identified partner to just take charge and they just want to be soft and pretty and lay back. And it's not that they don't do anything. It's like, you know, right. they're just not in charge. And that's very, that's very sexy to them. That's mm-hmm. a part they're being submissive. And they have a dominant partner. They are practicing BDSM. <laughs> they, yeah. wow. they just don't call it that because for some reason, if it's been ingrained in us that if we're not like beating each other up or we're causing some kind of pain that we can't be practicing this thing, you're absolutely right. practicing it. And I know several gay men that are like this where they just want a, we just, we use the word top for some reason when we say dominant, like there can't be dominant bottoms or switches or whatever. Right. Um, but you know, it's just like, oh, I just want a man to come in, you know, do the thing. I want to cook and I clean for him. It's like, so you want to be submissive. That is a form of BDSM. There you right. go. You're welcome. You're practicing it. Wow. Okay. So is that your favorite? Is that your favorite um, BDSM motive? Or what do you feel like is something that is, I mean, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm trying, I'm, I'm, this is new to me. So like, I'm trying to figure out what turns you on in the BDS, BDSM world, in, in, that, in that world. If I may, I don't think I want to talk about what turns me on. I'd like really just talk more about the topic as a oh as a okay universal thing. oh as universal okay so we're doing that okay well I, I would you. because I feel like it'd be more educational for people opposed to just people fucking with me because they know I like a certain thing because that's all they're gonna stick to like it's like once but, you see the man shirtless you can't unsee him shirtless you don't give a shit what he says you're just like God he fine whatever he's saying right. I like it. <laughs> it's like no but I mean focus like, on the content but Jeremy. But Jeremy, I understand the content, but th- that's the first thing that comes to my mind is that. So, I mean, if this comes to my mind, it's going to come to a lot of other people. People want to know, like, you know, what what gets you on? If you like this, what gets you on? I mean, like, how do you, how can you sustain, how can you sustain the behavior if, you know, what gets, well, I, I, that, that's just me personally. Like, no, no, I, you, you it's fine. Say it. No, I won't say it, but I, there is a, <laughs> this is a lesson, this is a right. lesson for people to just because you found out something about somebody doesn't mean it's now their time to let you know about them because it is okay it's not necessarily sacred like i talk to you openly about it because you're my friend right and i know you're not going to you're not internalizing this so much that tomorrow you're going to call me and say so i was wondering would you pee on me no i won't (laughs) pee on you because i'm not interested in peeing on you that's a concept um but so i would just prefer it's the same reason i changed my name on facebook i'd prefer not to be bombarded by inquiries when i'm just trying to get a subject educated to people gotcha so we'll stick with the educational piece of it that's fine okay Mm -hmm. so you so you mentioned about the peeing on each other what other uh what other avenues are there in this world in the in the world of kink pattern uh i just I mean, like, and I'm not saying this to be cliche. I just, I feel like it's, it's, I feel like it's so endless that you can start with one thing and then go down a huge rabbit hole, which is what happens. And it's like, I just like, you know, we, we talked about pain. We talked about finances. Um, you know, it can be as big as, I mean, as small as calling somebody 
and hanging up. I don't, it, it, it's like literally it's, it's so much shit that can be, that could happen that you can get turned on by, or that you, that you can just absolutely love for people to do to you or do to other people that I don't know. And that's just, I mean, that's, that's what I love about it. It's like just one of those universal things that will forever be just flowing out and giving. It's like a never ending cum dump that just keeps exploding. And it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful it, thing. It won't stop. <laughs> you know, when you think they've done enough, it's just, there's another drip right there coming out. Cause there is a, there's a, kinks and things like that really have to have formed because humans take things and make them into pleasure and not all things that make pleasure for me are the same for you but that doesn't mean physical pleasure that means all kinds of pleasure a person can be as interested in putting together a beautiful outfit and that just arouses the hell out of them but it's not an outfit for them it's not for someone else Mm -hmm. they love to dress women up or they love, I don't know, t- for a person to drive. And if a man drives, he's definitely getting some tonight. Like, it's just like shit is, people are multifaceted. So if you can do it, mm-hmm. it can turn somebody out. I will say some of the, my my favorite kinks that I've heard and have witnessed. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I don't understand is uh, the kinks and the fetishes around cigars. Um, cigar play, ash, burning, lighting of, service with. I, I, it's not that I don't like it. Obviously, I don't do your thing. It's a it's a very nuanced group of people that are turned on by cigar smoking and the service of cigars and the smelling of them and all that good stuff. Um, so that's a very broad thing that could just be tiered out until infinity. Um, mm-hmm. And I, but I mean, the the one that is just undoubtedly the cutest and the most exciting is pet play like it's oh my goodness it it, honestly it is the most beautiful things you could ever witness in life do you want to explain pet play to them saturn yeah uh, i can explain pet play for the people out there um pet play is basically uh any form you or anybody taking any form of animal or dragon there, like, once again, it's so many, it, anything that can be considered a pet. I mean, as people out there that are, I mean, giraffes, you got wolves, you got, you got horses, uh, which I think horses were a little bit out there before there were pups. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just pet play. You go into a different headspace of not being a regular human and you go into a headspace of being whatever animal or pet that you choose to be, whether it, it is a pup and uh, you you live out that life in that headspace. And the first time I got to really do that freely was uh, in Detroit this past, about two weekends ago. Um, I didn't want to do anything. Actually, my first time with any scenes were with Black people. I did not want anything to be done to me hit-wise or anything else unless it was about Black people and that was for the ancestors. I just could not. I just couldn't. I was like... <laughs> I couldn't, bro. I just, I can't. I'm like, I need to do it with, even if it was another person of color that wasn't black, which they have asked. And I'm like, no, bro. I know it's what okay. I want. I know what I want. But uh, yeah, I did some, my first time really petting out, like really dogging out was uh, with somebody I really trusted. And um, I got into a headspace of, a, I jumped around like a fucking cute ass wolf that was like in the snow i don't know where i was i was very happy and um 
it was great. And then we had a moment and then I cried, yo. This is the first, like literally, I, I can't even, I'm probably gonna cry now, but it was, it was, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna cry. But yo, like these head spaces are real things. Like it's just, you get away from every fucking thing in reality. And when you can do that around like safe people with like pet play, it's just, uh, I don't know, man, it's so beautiful. Like to have people there that care for you. Like, you know, like a, like a pet, right? Like a, like your dog that you absolutely love, like, you know, tells you to sit, gives you commands and you, and you like it because it kind of feeds into this. I don't know. It feeds your, it really feeds your soul, man. And uh, to have somebody do that for you and for you to be not here on planet earth, but you are here, but you're just as like another pet. I mean, as another animal or something else. It's great. I feel like I'm talking too much and not meaning anything, but I know what well, I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're really unwinding a lot of things. Like what I'm getting from that is that it's it's how you feel. It's your emotions behind what they're doing to you. It's not necessarily oh I'm I'm all fours and I'm looking ridiculous or people may think that. It's more like oh I feel this way and I like how it feels. I like how it it, it treats me. And the, right. from the outside world, people are seeing that negro is crazy he's letting white people beat on him or you know or he's letting black people beat on him i would never do that like that's what people react to and people don't understand that it's not about how your reaction is to the situation it's how i feel inside uh, yeah. or how the person feels inside regarding what they're going through is yeah that, is that accurate? no no pre precisely it's really more about between you and whoever and also when it comes to pet play, there are pets now that don't have a handler or somebody with them. Most times it's just you being a pet with other people. Like now that you have pup nights here and you just or munches where pups gather, it's just about community now. So it's about being other people that are like minded, that like what you like. Right. Uh, and not, not all of them have a collar, not all of them have a handler or and a handler for people out there. I don't know is somebody who owns or handles that particular pet so that's not how it is anymore uh is we're just you know and there are also dogs or pets that are just strays i don't hear about like stray horses really but i do hear about stray stray dogs a lot so um or pups so yeah and it anybody, is it's, it's you you mentioned something about headspace and i think it's very important for us to talk not just about headspace and sm but kind of the transference of headspace when you're doing something and you need to have an out of body or out of mind moment yeah, yeah. i often think about work when i'm working i'm in a different headspace and you know you'll often interrupt now often people are often interrupted when they're in a process of some sort and because mm -hmm. they're in a different headspace like they're not they are not in this office with y'all they are somewhere else doing speaking their exact language everything makes sense in that headspace that's exactly what we're talking about here it just happens to be that you are imagining what you think people do for dogs. <laughs> like, right. this is what we assume dogs feel. Because they, I'm assuming they do feel. They look like they feel. They definitely sound like they feel. <laughs> um, You're right. So, you know, you know, they're happy. They're not how happy. They're tired. They're playful. They're not so playful. Exactly. You know, so it's like you're just kind of taking all those pieces from it and you're playing around with it in your own head. And eventually you figure out your own little pup language in your head. If you want to be non-verbal, I'm a verbal pup, so I generally talk. Um, a, verb, a verbal human pup, so I, I use my human voice often when I'm when I have my hood on. 
Uh, very often, very rarely will you hear me just barking or making any kind of noises. But all that to say, I wanted to make sure people had that clear because the word headspace yeah. throws people off. And they're just like, I don't even know. This man is pretending. And he's like, no, we all do it. <laughs> we right. literally, you Thank all you have clear that up. Precisely. And I really, and, and that's good that you said that uh, about like work, but I really, I really uh, related to theater a lot when, uh, or acting, I'm not saying you're acting like a pup, but you have to go into another, just again, headspace or like when I'm in on stage, I'm on stage and even the language before the show starts is just like the language of theater. And you know, like five, thank you five, or you got five minutes, five minutes to call. Like, you know what what is happening in the language and you are in that headspace. So yeah, thank you for that um, that work. Of course. Now, I also realized that uh, you mentioned one of the coolest things that has happened to the kink world since its inception, as far as I'm concerned. And it was a pet project of yours. It was resonated to yours. And there's a really cool story behind it, but it's Black Men in Gear, the Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's, it's like, I mean, countless people have been influenced, featured, and influenced by this this curiosity of yours. And I want you to talk about Black Men in Gear on Instagram. Go follow Black Men in Gear on Instagram, by the way. Yes, please follow Black Men in Gear on Instagram. Um, it was not honestly what I thought it would be. Uh, it became so much more and sometimes, okay. Anyways, Black Men in Gear is a place where I celebrate and highlight Black men in general um, and Black events that designated to kink world gear in general. So really anybody who's wearing anything instead of gear, jock straps, um, uh, harnesses, um, I don't know, gimp shit. It's just, it's a lot. It's so yeah. much, but it's so beautiful. And suits, lingerie, athletic suit, wear. Right. All the shit that's that you that I consider hot, but especially other people consider hot. Uh that's what black men in gear is. And um, I'm very proud of it. And I don't say that like with a an ego or anything. It has really opened my eyes a lot. But what I really do love about it is how how Jeremy said it just really brings a lot of new people in who were like who saw the same thing I saw it was like. I didn't know this many people existed and black men people existed in this world. I'm like, yeah, we're out here, son. So I did really try to get people to connect with other people. So it was really like just this ground for following other people, getting the information you need. Uh, and me just blogging about shit that's, ha that's happening. Um, I don't know if that explains it, but that black it it is, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Um, I'm grateful. I, I didn't know running content would be draining as fuck. So sometimes I do just take long ass breaks and I'm just like, yep, we are not doing anything about a week. I'm really sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's that's what it is though. Is um it's pretty chill. So so for someone who doesn't know about your this is your organization, this is just your Instagram. Is it is that what it is? Is that yeah, yeah, it is uh just an Instagram page. I don't have a website. Uh people have said you need to start doing some merchandise. I know Jeremy, you stay in my head all the time. When I <laughs> Jeremy sometimes like, don't pay me, get merchandise. It stays in my head a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so trust me. Uh, but a lot of other stuff is I'm working on it. It is um definitely now like a LLC, but um that's that's all it is. And I'm um just trying to work on other small things 
to make sure very very small steps because i don't know how to run it but it is definitely a blog that i think i want to do more events with and stuff like that um but that shit takes work and also i don't like bothering people so i'm i'm trying to move past myself to be like it's okay to ask for help with something so i'm still my soul my little wolf spirit just sometimes i just sit in my little den and just sigh and lick my tongue out but yes uh it's pretty it's, it's chill it's chill it's chill what are some of the events that you had you said events uh, uh just, just a few. yeah yeah i've done the i know our first year which was really great i did like a thing uh well, we did a thing. Jeremy actually helped with that uh, at the Iron Bear where we uh, did our just first year anniversary. And we got people to come out and just hang out like a social. You know what I'm saying? Uh, honestly, and I think that's about it. And I tried to do another social. Oh, and I do a lot of actually online, a lot of online based things. So a lot of like educational shit, title holders that happen over the over the whatever. If you win a title and if you know what a title holder is, there, there's like Mr. Leather. I was about to say a pageant because, but it's not what it's called. Let Mr. Leather competitions, leather competitions across the globe, rubber competitions. And sometimes I get those people to come on Zoom and talk. And or sometimes I just have socials in general with Black Men Gear to come out and chat, whether we're talking about event drop or shit, I don't know, ways to make your semen healthier. I don't know, you know, just different, <laughs> different things. So I like to do a lot of virtual shit. And I think that's really based off of I was a virtual kid. I stayed in chat rooms. Um, I was an AIM boy, a Yahoo Messenger kid. Uh, you know, so I just I don't know. I kind of like the virtual the virtual life, bro. And um I'm trying to also be okay with that as well. And it's safe. I mean, it, it really is safe. I mean, if I don't want to be known as part if I don't want to be known in the world as a kink, I can just go onto the site and just look at it. Like if I don't, if I'm not comfortable doing Oh, as a kinky person, that's like as a kink. Oh wait, right. oh no, keep saying your words. Cause I think you're trying to, you go preach, keep going. Well, well <laughs> see, and, and I, I don't know the term. See, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, am I call, can I call you kinky? Can I call you a kink? I mean, what term do I call people that are in this world? Can I call them anything? Hey, you, I can't say you freak. Cause that doesn't sound right. Or I can't say, hey, you know. Unless you, I like you know, it. Well, unless you like it, I mean, but I don't want to generalize the term because if I generalize the term, someone may get offended about the term. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't get all specifics right when you start learning anything. So right. you go in with the language you have and those of us who love you um, will correct you and you will do better <coughs> next time. So yeah, you can absolutely call people a kink if they're okay with it. It's like we, Saturn is pup Saturn. So that's his kink. <laughs> Right. But you know that because you now had a conversation with them. So I guess right. an umbrella term would be kinky. You can say right. kinky person. Okay. Kinky, kinky people. Person. Kinky people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gang gang. I, what's that? No, go ahead. Gang gang. I just said gang gang. I like doing that. Oh, is that a kinky thing? He from the hood. No, is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> from the hood, child. You know what? Honestly, yeah. when you said hood and you said from and you did this number, that turned me on. Like putting the two it, things together. Putting the two it's because I'm almost. It's because I'm almost light skin. It's, and, it's ah! that, and he has. You have a thug thing too. You have a. You have a thing for thuggish behavior and that whole stereotype. It's a thing, Morris. You are kinkier than you think. It's just 
you gotta yeah. like put some terms behind it. Once people put terms behind it, it's like, oh, I am like, yeah, bro. You but I, I don't think I, I mean I guess I need to re- really reformat my brand because when I think of kink, like I meant like you mentioned before, I think I'm a very vanilla guy. So I think of the hitting, the hurting, the ouch do. I don't think of the the oh yeah, he's sexy because he's light skin. I just think of the pain it has to go through to be kinky or the 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 fetish mm-hmm. of kinky, yeah. the rawness. <laughs> the the thing that you, you you used the word people earlier a lot and because you're kind of talking about the broader public and I thought that was really fascinating because you say you like people and often in facilitated groups we try and say don't speak for everyone else speak for yourself um and it's very clear that when you say people you mean you like, well you I mean but mean you. but that's the first thing a person would say though, right? I mean, if you think about it, I mean, a person, how would a person typically explain what you just said? A person would say people, they, that would, it would just come out their their head just willy nilly. They, they wouldn't think about it. It would just come out. It's so true. If we ref- yeah. So like, how can we reform our, bra- reform our brains to think not to say that word or but say people when, it, when it's regarding it's not people? I don't know. I mean, I guess I just, the, the specifics of like people that I know or the folks that I hang out with, like try and make it mm-hmm. a little more specific. That way, the people that do hear us and that aren't like, I don't think that like, you know, it's a more inclusive way of explaining that it's, it is 2023 and people aren't as closeted or miseducated as we think. Um, but I hear what you're saying, because you're right. People is a term for people. How is you supposed mm-hmm. to explain a whole race of folks? <laughs> people, shit. Yeah. And Jeremy, and Jeremy, how did I say? What did I say? How did I say people? I mean, what did what made it? What made it trigger? Um, tr- like, well, like well, I don't remember what I said. No, no. What made it triggering, honestly, and is I don't understand how you made it to this point in your life and still haven't figured out these these terms yet. I don't know how how are things? How is this so new? to someone that I know knows so many wonderful people and has had so many robust conversations, um, it, it triggers me because that means, it makes me feel like I'm not doing enough, right? Not just for this, oh. but for so many facets of my life. Like, am I not living out loud enough? Am I not enabling enough? So it's a me thing for sure. It's not a you thing. Um, so that's what triggered it. Like, well, that's what it triggered, but people triggered it (laughs) people triggered all of those thoughts thoughts come up so that's how that's usually that's what a trigger does boom boom boom. (laughs) okay well well to answer your question though i mean like i said i'm vanilla i'm very vanilla so when it comes down to a lot of things i i i guess i'm really staunched on on some of the actions that i do like you said earlier uh, uh saturn you know you just have your bottom and your top i feel like a bottom or top that best sits the situation for me i mean it's it's i don't i don't want to get into the bed and do like piss play or scat when you said scat that means like taking a shit on somebody you know i don't want to do all that stuff i want to do hey hold me squeeze me fuck me please me that's the all that's all i want to do yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's, and that's a very typical. Uh, well, and then that's very typical. There's no extraordinary shit that's happening in my bed. It's just those things. And to introduce something new, like even uh, Saturn, Saturn, you introduced me to the um, uh, the putting the chain, uh, the the um, the what's that hook that goes around your dick? The uh, um, 
you have the cock ring. Oh, you a cage? You was interested in caging, right? Yeah. So yeah. because I'm a because I'm a bottom, I I feel like that would not suppress, but that would make me more hornier, and I wouldn't mind that kind of kink happen to me. But at the same time, you said somebody has a key to this cage, and or I can you put can it in my drawer. Or something yeah, like you that. can have the key. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, but it's kind of hot when somebody has a key. That's just I was just saying. You should just give me the key, and then I can be in charge of it. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> but no, and and that's the thing, right? It is, yeah. but also that's not vanilla. So I don't want you to claim something that you're not, because the truth is you're not. Right. So yeah, I think is you keep saying you're vanilla, Morris, but I think. In all honesty, you're you're not. I think there's certain. I think what you're really getting at there's certain kinks that you probably would do, and certain ones that you want do. But all in all, you. I'm just gonna agree with Jeremy. And it's, it's not because I love him to death. It's just because honestly, <laughs> the truth. Um, yeah, you're really not. You're not that vanilla, as you say. And also, I want to piggyback. I mean, go back on. You was like, um, you want to be hugged and loved and stuff like that not shat on also the people that do like to get shat on whatever your kink is also after that or before that also they get loved and cuddled and everything else just as much as well so uh you know i just don't want to mix it up anybody thinking that once you get shit on that's it no if you find somebody to do i don't know why we stuck with scab but when you find somebody to do whatever kink it is you like to do make sure there's an aftercare i think that's more about aftercare as well uh which is where they do all the you do the hugging and caring and talking and um and also in between as well uh you know all that you know it, it happens so i don't want you to think that that's just what it is yeah because that that that's what uh, uh that's what my mind really went to like after you do you just shit on them and they just leave like no. really no. that's Unless not what happens right, right i was gonna say now that's some people you know and y'all, y'all, to pay back on that, y'all always say that at the end, a kind of caveat, unless because you want it. Because there's always a caveat. There's always a caveat. That's why I'm always kind of on people about being specific with not just what you want. That We're talking about kinks right now, but about anything. Be specific with what you want because they don't give you exactly what you want and you're going to be mad because you didn't say something that, and now you're upset. You're just like, oh, well, they didn't cuddle me afterwards. Like, well, you didn't ask them to cuddle you. You didn't say that was a part of something you wanted. Same with, I don't know, I wanted the man to cook me the meal, but he didn't wash the dishes. You didn't ask him to wash the dishes. Did you want him to wash the dishes? You should have said right. that. But, but Jimmy, that's too many specifics. If but you it's think not about too it, many. I mean, there's how? nothing. There's no such thing as too specific <laughs> when you're dealing with Yes, other there people. is. You okay. can go with okay. the movie version of anything and be okay with okay. the movie version because your outcome won't be the same as that damn movie. I can guarantee you every single time. That's how yeah, this is going. I know on. that. So yeah, go with the norm. Do it. Go for it. Valentine's Day is on the fourteenth. No. What, what do you think my husband gonna do? Per, per, per the per the per the romance. The movies he would lay some roses out and they would lead to your bedroom with candles mm -hmm. from movie aspect, bro. But what will he really do? <laughs> We've already discussed it. We're not doing anything for Valentine's Day. <laughs> but because that's we what you choose. And it's being yeah, there you specific. Go. <laughs> being specific. Okay, I, 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 I get it. I, uh, you know, we, we tend to, we tend to disagree on some things on Wind Down Wednesday, the podcast. So uh, I get what you're saying. I, I, I love it. I think I'm in love with the back and forth. I am <laughs> truly when I, but it's not, it's not more about the back and forth. It's more about I'm very much in love with learning and unlearning and watching it happen in front of me. I'm just very much in love with that. So. Um, 
Beautiful. And uh, Morris, thank you also for just being, I know you're a very open person as well, just being open to listening and receiving. Uh, you know, you do have a lot of rebuttal, but I think it's good rebuttal. You know, we get to. It's great. It and is, you're so. great. And I love you. And I would not be doing this with anybody. Anybody, else. right? <laughs> no, Jerry has. Uh, <laughs> I, I got on I was like. Minutes you know. ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, but I also I, I look I, forward I, to our conversations on like religion and our next conversation on family because those are things that ooh. you have really great you have great roots in those worlds I don't and I will be speaking from a very generic world yeah. <laughs> opposed to this very specific one that is kinky which happens just to be something very specific to me well, I, I think I really would. I'm now thinking more specific now. I'm really thinking. I, I really need to be thinking more specifically because, like you said, you know, I, I, I maybe I actually may be part of a norm that's really small. But I mean, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Sure. Um, I did have a question for both of y'all actually about kink about the, about that, and and Let's hear the it. question was so. You talk about pup, pup playing. That's what, or or, or uh, you said animal play or pup play? Pup play. Uh, we said pet play. Pet play. That's what it is. Pet play. I noticed that y'all have some masks. Yeah. And, and I noticed that that the masks do things for people, but it's never ever sexual. It's always feeling like like for example when you act out or when you to act out when you're part of that headspace that you mentioned earlier it's not acting it's more it's not performing it's more of the way you feel is that right right and it's how you feel that makes it feel good right makes you feel good okay. right so so when you have these different these different animal ideas and these these, these different things um is there any part of it where you don't feel good I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, you can put on the hood and and not, not be confident not, and not go to the to the happy place immediately. Absolutely. You could okay. yeah. I generally so that, go to the insecure. I look like an idiot place when I put my hood on. Like, that's my first initiation into putting my hood on and trying to go into the headspace. It's like you're you're a damn black, black man with a like, damn thing on your head in front of all these damn white folks. First of all, right. That so yeah, it's possible, but then eventually you kind of go the other way because you realize you're not the only person in the room with the hood on. Most of the time, I'm not. Sometimes I am, but also I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for them. Fuck them. That's yeah. That's what it boils down to. You doing it for you, yo. And um, he said very key thing in a room full of white folks, and that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, when you're being black and into these spaces, uh, it can be uh trying to get into headspace, which is why I said in Detroit when I was, it was one of the most rejuvenated things I've ever spaced because I majority of spaces I'm in are fully white. And it's just, sometimes I can't help but have fucking white friends because I'm just like, bro, and like shit, it's just where I am in Austin, Texas. But yeah, it, you know, your confidence won't be there all the time because it's just, sometimes it just won't. And it takes a minute and even wider spaces, it takes me longer. I have to, let's say I have to do this whole build up thing. I don't even know what it is. I just have to be like, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, I don't know, talk, talk, Saturn that to talk yourself up, like, yeah, we in that, bro, we in that, bro, like, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's like a confidence, the, the hood is like the hood, right, the mask, you said the mask, but the hood is like, it is what it is, the hood, it, it adds to 
the persona that you are already, right? It helps you get sometimes get into headspace a little bit quicker. And also you being able to walk around when people don't see who you actually are is the thing. Um, me having dreadlocks in Austin and being a king singing, people pretty much know who I am most times. And it's just kind of weird. But but yes. All that. Well, I uh, yeah, because I know who you are, and I know you don't. There's no, I guess there is another black guy here in Austin um, that has dreads that I saw with the hood. I thought maybe maybe it was you. Yeah, it's like it's like seven thing. others. So I'm just throwing it out there yeah. so people can kind of be confused. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, you trying to be, and I feel like <laughs> no. that would be a reason why I would wear one because I would want to be like I wouldn't want people to know who I look like or who I am, and so this this mask would be like a really great thing, and I could ease into it. And the key word is the confidence piece, because you said that, and Jeremy said that too as well. Where you were, you know, fuck them. I'm confident about who I am as an individual, and that's really important. I feel like when when talking about kink, and to mention the fact that other people they're they're not in your bed. It's just you and another person. So why should I care about what Dick and Jane and John's are saying when it's me and other person giving me the pleasure that I feel that I need or they need, they need. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, it makes sense. Uh, it, no, you're absolutely correct. But you know, all these feelings do come up when it comes to who you are in kink and who you are in BDSM world, especially related to other people, related to people who have other classes than you. We all can be pups at the end of the day, but also there's this thing of there you know, you'll be a white pup, which means you have more privilege than me, which means you might get better gear than me. Therefore, therefore, so, so, so there are things that you might think about, which I know for a fact, other pups, especially pups of color do think about, you know, or if it's like, I don't want to wear the same thing, you know, to another night, you know, it's just, it's so much shit that like underlayers, you know what I'm saying that, that go into it. Um, and that's a thing that, that, I mean, you just mentioned another level of like, uh kink that didn't know like the white and black thing like i guess it's the same like being a black person and being a white person they get privileges even though they're in the kink world is that is that what i'm hearing i mean yeah like i mean it's just more privileges regardless i mean it's that's like nothing it's new it may be new to people but that's just that's just the shit that we know as black people right we just know that and even white yeah. people they know they got privilege like some of them some of them know who they are where they are where they stand in the world but yes it's just it's just it is I'm not saying that you should I mean, let that hold you down from being your best self, you know, but yeah. I'm just it's just let you know, like, it's good to keep in mind before when you go comparing yourself to other people like, oh, this 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 is actually a real thing that's out there. And this also may be the cause of A, B, C and D or so forth, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I just, when you said community, I thought immediately there's a community and everyone's like, and I know every, here I go with generalizing again, everybody is in this great community and they're accepting because we're all like different in this one realm. Like we're all kinky, but then like when you break it down, yeah, you got some, some people that are white who get privileged, some people that are black that may get privileged if they go to the right area, some people that may be Hispanic. If they go right, I mean, and 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 or some people that are fat, or not fat. Some people that are over, over. No, I don't say overweight. Some people that are, um, uh, uh, people that are tall that are this way or whatever, hairy this way. I, I just feel like there is another world to the to the kinky world, to the kink world. I just feel I like mean, there's this, this whole new situation, and it's good. It's really good that this is whole new whole world. But no, that's 
but but like I'm saying, like you said, community. Yeah, we are a community, and that's in any community. But also, there just be wherever you go, whether it's work or wherever, you'll have people that are just at a different, have different experience than you, based off race or whatever class or whatever. That's just the thing is because of the world we live in. I'm just saying that also. Bottom line, I'm just saying that also exists in the kink world, in this world as well. And it also, exactly. it affects the way you move throughout the world. You don't just show up in spaces sometimes. Because I've heard people say, I don't I don't want to go to that space because I don't know if you know black folks that. And you know, right. But also to the degree, if we don't show up sometimes, it's just, we it won't happen, which is also why it's okay to navigate and be in these spaces full effect and fully free as much as you can be in these spaces with everybody else uh just to show that you know we in here or as i like to say we in sheer yeah gang gang we in sheer (laughs) 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 last question for the night um both y'all what would you well maybe okay we can say last question what would you tell someone who's brand new to the to the world um what would you tell them about kink? Uh, and it could be anything. Um, I'll go first because I know Jer- I like to hear Jeremy ends on some real enlightenment shit. So I love him. I let him hear him talk. Um, what I would say, you're brand new to the kink scene. I would say um, know, n- know what you're getting into. I would really say talk to other people who have already been doing the things that you want to do especially when it comes to involving any kind of play impact play whatever uh just don't jump in so fast research talk to people that know that have experience that are doing the things you want to do or people that i don't know that are doing the thing that you want to do but also ask about people who possibly you want to get involved with ask about them people that may have experienced them uh so that you know Sometimes people might try to get you and they might not be the healthiest people to do certain scenes with or so forth. So ask, research, ask, talk to people. Don't just jump in, but uh, keep an open mind and explore. That's all I'm going to say. And keep being black and great or whoever you are, but especially for POC black people. Yeah, that's it. Go, Jeremy. That's exactly (laughs) what I would say. So, I mean, you got it. You did perfect. Jeremy, would that would that be what you would say? Okay. Finally, Saturn, you agree with me. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that is not what Jeremy. Well, maybe. Who knows? I mean, it, it not exactly in the words, but the idea of you know, explore a little bit, come in with a come in knowing that this isn't something that you're privy to, be ready to learn. Yeah. You know, just come in open as you as open as you can. And, and then go find your fucking tribe because right. you got to find sometimes you have to build them too that's nice it's you might not find them you might have to just make them happens good point well that wraps up our episode on kink um and, and I, I learned a lot thank you guys both you know for for enlightening me on the the kink experience um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go out there and do it. I'll do my research, but I kind of do want that, that dig cage. Um, I think that, that, that's, that's actually a really, I would, I actually do it's think a lot that of different versions out there. Oh, yeah, you know, it is hot. You got a lot of things out there. 
Yeah, you know, I, I just need to find out who I'll give the key to, or I'll make two keys and then put one in my drawer and then give one to him. Can you do that? I guess you can do that, right? Yeah, yeah, you can do whatever yeah. you want, bro. It's it's up you to you. I guess you're it's it's in the know. river, like it's, 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 <laughs> you know? if I do a key in the river. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to get them all without I mean, the keys? Can you just slip it off? Probably should, yeah, cut. Really? You have to cut it off. Unless you have like a silicone one that kind of slips off, but still, yeah. or yeah, you, you or you would cut the lock. There's a little yeah, lock the lock, the plastic yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, this thing going to the hospital and someone cutting that lock off. It's just, um, just, just a friend with some tools. I'm sure they've seen it. Yeah, just yeah, find friends. That's why you need friends. Okay, okay, just Ooh, uh, twenty-two minutes over. It, oh, okay. My bad. I apologize. Oh, okay, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I'm not knocking. I'm just okay. saying. We've been talking. That's good. No, I can talk about it. It is good. I can do a lot night. of edits. Yeah. Um, well, thank you again. Um, we are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on YouTube. We are on um, just look, look, look for us. Wind Down Wednesday. The podcast. <laughs> well, let's try that one more time. So thank you for tuning in to Wind Down Wednesday. <laughs> The podcast. Oh. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Okay. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks Bye. for having me. Bye, y'all. Good night. Thank you. Have a good night. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. The tongue. Okay, I like that tongue. Anyways, um, yeah. I just cut. Okay, shut up. Uh, anyways, you bye. Gotta, what, are we leaving? Or we're not gonna do a post? No, we can stay here because we did the after party, Jay. Or uh, sorry, sorry, we did the after party Saturn. So, uh, well, we have a little. We're not gonna use this, yeah. are we? Sometimes I use some of the edits because I, I. Yeah, sometimes I use some of it to kind of plug in. I mean. Yeah, it is. Exactly. So y'all can y'all can talk whatever. You can talk about how the red wine is. What should I name this episode? Should I name this episode Yellowtail is Kinky? Or should I name this episode Riesling is a Kink for a man's no. Uh, I I, I want to make sure that make sure it's a title. You I, know what I, I mean? Like yeah. I want to put the yellow tail together. I think this is so I love watching you. Have you you have these written off to the side somewhere? Well, so kind of sorta. I I look at the bottle. And then I try to put the bottle with the topic and I try to make it to where like one, one, one was called champagne is for birthdays, which was kind of basic. And the other one was called, um, I forget the name, the other name of it was called, but it was, it, it goes with the champagne and then the topic. And so because we're talking about kink, somehow I got to tie in yellowtail sweet or yellowtail with, um, with kink. And I get something coming into my mind, but I can't like. It's not. Ugh. Maybe like yellowtail is for uh, yellowtail is for kink. Okay, uh, Riesling is for bondage. Uh, uh, Hell, sweet Riesling sweet is wine. for bondage. The word sweet wine. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of it. I, the, go with the Riesling is for kink. Less, less is more. That Riesling feels, is for kink. That feels good. Tail, tail okay. and kink. Tail and Riesling. Tail, kink, and Riesling. <laughs> so Ooh, then it sounds okay. like you're talking about booty. Mm, uh, and it is called yellow tail. So maybe I say... And then you got... Yeah, you like light-skinned people. Yellow. Uh, uh, <laughs> I like thing. high yellow, not 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 regular. See, yellow. look at that's what we should have talked about. You like high <laughs> yellow, 
Negroids. See, it is a thing. It is a thing. And the people, the people that wouldn't wouldn't have been out in the fields, the ones that would have been in the house. <laughs> Actually, you know, Loki, I I do kind of like those. When I look at those slave TV shows, oh, they're the okay. first ones that I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, it, they're, they're the hottest the ones. We'd be like, oh, he's fine. I would have been fucking him out in the uh, <laughs> out on the side of in the outhouse by Master's house. And you know they probably had kink too as well. The masters probably did. Like all that was probably kinky. They probably had I mean, some, that, some some men there on the side just just doing at it. I I actually did an improv. I mean I, I did a I wrote a script about that in one of my acting classes um, about the actual gay people that were or gays that were in love and the ones that were fetishized and used to just get fucked. Um, it was a surreal thing. So yeah, I'm sure that they did have their fetishes. I wish I would know more about what fetishes maybe slaves had with each other with their romance and stuff. Because I'm sure it was out there. Ooh. I mean, you know, it probably was. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, they didn't have like pornography back then, so they would have to do something different, right? right? You don't have, have to be more. No, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's like you know they might. I don't know. I don't know what was out back then, but it could have been, you know, fucking Kinky. Pit, pissing on Master's porch and then going to fuck in the back afterwards. It's just something that they got turned off of. I don't know. I think that's hot. Anything, you know, like that is beautiful. Fuck them. Fuck that house. And you know, you make a very good point. Like they would have to be really creative with their with their uh, kinkiness back then, because like I, like I said, they don't they didn't have porn, they didn't have pictures. So the closest thing they would have with each was each other back then. And they probably did think like the master probably was like, "Hey, you know what? I since I beat you a lot, you need to beat me up, and I get I get a king, I get a a a, a play off of this." You know uh, I mean, I yeah, but I don't think they had to be that creative, being that most of the stuff that they use now in King Quora, especially when it comes to dungeons, is the same things that they had. Literally everything they had back then, uh, when it, even with it, when it comes to cages and um, chastity belts, literally all that shit existed way, way back, um, hmm. forever. So, which wow, is, that's interesting. You know, so like you know, but from coming from white folks i don't know i wouldn't I, I wouldn't think back then i wouldn't think being hit is a kink now and i, I sure no no i wouldn't want to do it at night and have my nigga doing it to me after that like no i'm i'm good son you never knew they, they probably liked that i mean they probably liked that shit i mean they like i like that stuff so maybe maybe i just feel like you know there's a slight you know what you're right morris i'm not gonna even knock it maybe there's a maybe. Man, I wish I had a ring light. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us. I'm not saying the same thing I did earlier, but thank you again for joining us. Saturn, 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 Saturn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, Jeremy's he, he texts him, I'm assuming. He's Sorry. Well, okay. So our show sold out. So people are sending me like Yay! an exorbitant amount of messages. It's just like, are you sure there are no tickets at the door? It's like, no, there are no tickets at the door. I've told you there are no tickets at the door. We are literally at capacity. <laughs> like, that we... shit is great. Congratulations. Wow. Are you, are you going tomorrow too as well? No, I'm Sorry. working, yo. Which they made the schedule before I saw the thing. I don't be using that as an excuse. I really just, they be making. <laughs> I mean, but they do. They make the schedule. They, they do, but. You do what you can. 
but he got that that lineup is um i did shout out y'all today on uh facebook though just because of ryan and joe people that he has on the show like those are we got some phenomenal black artists here that write some good shit and say some good shit um and to have everybody in one room i think is gonna be it's gonna be intense i'm excited there'd be some tears we haven't had this in a long time it's true people haven't we haven't had i think ryan had an event mm, almost a year ago a year ago yeah Yeah. for his birthday uh for their birthday and it was uh it was really great i was very proud of them for doing it and i just thought of this idea to because people hate valentine's day like you matter yeah it's like your love matters the way you love matters the fact that you hate love matters all of it matters so let's talk about it yeah i'm excited to see um no not see to hear (laughs) oh no you're fine i'm over here looking at other stuff okay yes there was a there was a thank you and a goodbye and i'm gonna leave so i can finish doing this morris i are you coming to the domain or not i may come i may come out okay let us know we'll see y'all going to the domain yeah. What about it? What about yes. tell me? Am I not invited? You can come. Uh, <laughs> we vote back up. You can come if you want to. Are you gonna come? Mm-mm, I gotta finish some work. <laughs> but now just Mm-mm, get someone else to do it. No, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. I think I might because uh, Pussycat will be here. So I've been trying to get something to do tonight after we pick him up from the airport. Okay. So, well, I will let you know where we end up. How about that? Okay. I'm cooking oxtails okay. tomorrow, so. Y'all should come over. Ooh, baby. What's your address? What's your number? Can I suck your dick? I mean, oxtails? Damn. Can I suck your dick? Well, you know, me make people do that. (laughs) Dear me. All right. I'll let y'all go. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. Good night. Bye. Good night.